Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. How are you doing? No, 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 not me. You, I asked you, how are you doing? Because everybody cares about what you want to care about. Let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. How'd your team do? I predicted the Warriors would lose last night. Unlike some experts around these parts... He said that they would win. Uh, But uh, still, we need to talk about it. Coffee talk. No big whoop. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. We'll get you in and get you heard coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We've got some interesting guests. We have Sheriff Carl Leonard. He'll join us after this break. And I'm going to try to get out of some parking tickets. He also has a Discovery Plus show. We'll have director Alfonso Pineda Uloa. He has Uyoa. Maybe it's Uyoa. He has a new movie with Brian Cox and Ron Perlman. We'll have Lieutenant Colonel Dan Hampton again. He has a new book about a uh, World War II uh, serviceman. Great story of survival. Uh, We'll also have psychologist and TV personality Cheryl Rich. We'll have uh, an ATN segment with Dick Hertz. Uh, Also, Victor Alexeyev, his new CD. And uh, Shane Ryan, uh, author, will talk about the Ryder Cup. How about that? Oh, and in between, I have a couple of open segments for you, (laughs) my stupid listener. No, my listeners, 1-800-878-PLAY. Believe me, I love talking to the listener. I'll always, if I could do a show where people just call in, that show takes care of itself. It really does. I appreciate everyone who calls it. 1-800-878-PLAY. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, and Twitch.tv. Look for SportsBiling.com and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. 
you made a mistake, you made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131. 800-824-5131. That's 800-824-5131. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Hey, thank you for that. And welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to start off the show with Sheriff Carl Leonard. He's here to talk about an all-new docu-series. All four episodes are debuting, or as the kids would say, will drop. Today, on Discovery Plus, it's called Jailhouse Redemption. 
and it has to do with uh, compelling stories of inmates seeking redemption through HARP, which is the Heroin Addiction Recovery Program. Sheriff, thanks for coming on the show today. When you first uh, heard about this, what did you think about putting it on TV? Because Discovery found that they do such a great job of finding the everyday man and woman who is still compelling and intriguing. Well, it was, uh, you know, first of all, it took us by surprise. Uh, you normally don't have full camera crews and editors and everything else inside of a jail because, you know, security is still foremost on everybody's mind. But, you know, after talking to the executive producer for uh, many months, this started actually three years ago, uh, we understood that you know, the benefit of this is telling the story of addiction and recovery and that difficult pathway to get to lifelong recovery. And we felt it was really important to have these individuals tell their stories and really start breaking down the stigma of addiction in our communities. And that's why we went ahead with this project. And it was a challenge, but I think in the end, it's really a great product. And it's a a real raw, true-to-life depiction of what addiction is like and the struggle many are in trying to get into recovery. How long did it take you, or did you get to the point where you could ignore the cameras and just be your regular self. Well, that's amazing. It re- really, about two weeks after they were here embedded with us, uh, it did become uh, pretty much every day uh, we were oblivious to them. In fact, one day, uh, every time I step into the jail, uh, they would mic me up first thing in the morning. It just became a regular habit. I remember going home one night, changing out of my uniform, and I still had the microphone on me because you just get so accustomed to it. Now, what I thought was very impressive was we were able to keep this a secret for an entire year. Uh, you know, all the inmates in our jail, all the participants in HARP, all the deputies that work in that jail, uh, nothing ever got leaked to local media or anyone else. And it really was a surprise to people when it got released uh, today. You know, I think about a, a peace officer's uniform. I'm not surprised you left a mic on there because how much stuff do you <laughs> gear up with every day? <laughs> It's about 20, 20 pounds worth of stuff, and uh, this was just one little thing. Didn't even pay attention to it. But it just shows how you really oblivious you get to the crew and, and the cameras behind you and the sound people, the booms. Uh, so you really see the true uh, events are going on. It did None of this, none of this was ever reenacted. It was never scripted. There was nothing planned. This is all as it happened in real life. You know, our country was the first one to have a, a penitentiary in Philadelphia, which meant be penitent, be sorry, we'll put you back out into society when traditionally jails were just to lock up people and throw away the key. So for you dealing with HARP, what is it like recovering a lot of people who were stand-up citizens who just went down this wrong, terrible path into drug use? Well, so you talk about the the old style of jails and prisons, and they've been failing for 200 years. There's a word you haven't even heard in our environment for many years now, and that's rehabilitation. It's like we gave up on trying to get people rehabilitated to reenter society. So we decided to bring that back in full force. We, we value every individual who comes in here. Uh, some of these are truly bad people. A lot of them are good people who have just uh, become addicted. And we know that not everybody's pathway into addiction is their fault either. A lot of this is from overprescription of opioids. Uh, so there's a lot of different pathways. But we really want to give people the ability to, one, recover and get into long-term recovery, but, B, reintegrate with our communities. And our ultimate goal is for them to become productive members of society. And for us, the way they do that is they come back and they show me 
uh, a pay stub where they're paying state and, and uh, state and local taxes and federal t- income tax. Because now you're contributing to society instead of being a drain. You might have been on it for so many years. Got more questions for Sheriff Carl Leonard. The new show Discovery Plus's Jailhouse Redemption coming out today. Um, obviously, you have no control over the editorial part of the project. Are there a few times when you thought to yourself, gee, I hope they cut that part out, or gee, I hope they kept that part in? Well, the the executive producer, uh, Beth Wistrich, when we first started talking about this, she was very upfront with me. She did not want to tell a story. Uh, she just wanted to capture our story. So she let us have uh, free reign in how we do our normal day-to-day activities. Nothing was ever changed to accommodate the team. So we've always been a very transparent organization. We've got nothing to hide. And, you know, they were uh, able to film everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I felt if we were going to be genuine, I really couldn't hamper them by saying the ugly stuff you can't show, the bad stuff you can't show, because that's not reality. And, and we want to show the good, the bad, and the ugly of, of this disease. And, and if you will watch in episode one, we actually had an inmate who passed away. Uh, that's reality. We could have easily not had that in there, but now we're, we're really altering what this disease is all about and how it affects people. So, uh, no, we never asked them to, to not show anything or to show something in particular. You know, Discovery and Discovery Plus, they get more eyeballs than a lot of network TV shows. Is wildly successful, not just in this country, but around the world, too. So I'm not saying you're going to get drunk with fame, but are you ready for the attention you're going to be getting after this starts airing? Well, it is something we're very cognizant of. In fact, I've got my whole staff together last week in, in lieu of this thing being released today, and we actually sat down and talked about how we had to stay true to ourselves. Uh, we couldn't be influenced by this. Uh, we got to keep doing the work at hand uh, because there is a lot of work still to do. We had 105,000 people die of overdoses in the last 12 months. We're hardly uh, over the, the, the hill on this thing yet. So uh, we are being really strong in our conviction to keep doing what we're doing, not be uh, influenced by this at all. Some of that is, you know, subconscious. It's going to affect you. But we're really trying to stay true to our program and hope on a national and international level we bring more attention to it, more people get into recovery, more lives are saved, and that's the ultimate goal. Last question for you, and I know that you know you were talking about pharmaceuticals and, and the dangers of fentanyl as well, and it's a horrible crisis um, in our entire country right now. But uh, heroin to me seems like kind of a it hit its peak in the 70s and, and maybe 80s, but I think a lot of people don't realize that it is still quite prevalent in our in our country, isn't it? It's extremely prevalent, and I do a lot of speaking in the public, and the first thing I ask everybody to do is to close their eyes and envision what a heroin addict looks like. And everybody will go back to the 1970s, uh, and that's what they think of. But it's heroin today is much more cleaner. It's much more easily accessible. You can snort it, sniff it. You can take it orally. It's not always injected intravenously. Uh, and it is very powerful. And the ease of, of attaining it is what's hurting us. And plus, now everything, everything out there, from marijuana to crack to cocaine to heroin, is all tainted with fentanyl, which is really up the ante, and, and it's really causing havoc on this nation. All right. Well, I want to encourage everybody to check it out. It's going to be a, quite poignant. It's called Jailhouse Redemption. It's an all-new docu-series, four episodes, and they're all available 
today. It is the premiere on Discovery Plus streaming along, and we've been speaking with the uh, the main guy, Sheriff Carl Leonard. Sheriff Leonard, thank you for your time and uh, continued good work. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, good stuff. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back with uh, open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? Right, right. 
disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. Yesterday in uh, the uh, <laughs> in the uh, NBA, man, oh, man. So th- here's my plight. And this is a total first world problem. I have uh, Fubo. That is my streaming service. I used to have Comcast, I don't know, for about 15 years. And then it got ridiculously expensive. And then for like the last 20 years, I had Dish Network. And then that got ridiculously expensive. And so I went to Fubo, a streaming service. So if my Wi-Fi is out, I don't get no TV. But it's pretty amazing because it has all the soccer has more soccer than in and it's fubo so it's like football it has more soccer than you'd ever want and um which is amazing but it also has to have my local channels it has to have network tv uh you know and then it has to <clears throat> make available premium channels it has all that <clears throat> and i would say and i would be a spokesman for fubo if they want me to but i haven't heard any calls yet just the garden weasel makes a great gift for friends who garden. Um, <laughs> that the um, they don't get the Turner stations, so Fubo does not get TNT, and it does not get TBS. And normally, I thought, well, who who gives a crap, right? I'll just miss a couple of Warrior games during the year, and I did. And I'm honestly not. Um, the type of guy who has to see every single Warrior game. Um, there are only two teams where I have to see every game, and that's Tottenham. And by the way, huge North London derby coming up. I can't remember a bigger one uh, at 11.45 today. But the, um, the fact that there's no <clears throat> TBS or TNT, I was thinking I might miss a World Series game or two. And then I thought, well, if I really want to see it, I can go to a friend's or I can go to a sports bar. And by the way, there's no worse place in the history of the world to watch anything than a sports bar, it, unless you don't care. I have watched things in sports bars where I really didn't care. But if you care, if you really care, and I know if I really care, I have to watch it by myself, maybe with one or two other people who are rooting for the same team, but it, it's hard. So that's a long way of saying when the game I found out was on TNT, the Warriors at Grizzlies, game five, I thought, well, <clears throat> the Warriors are going to lose this game. Memphis is fired up. They played better without Morant, believe it or not. Who does that? Well, the Suns did without Chris Paul. But still, how, I mean, look at Ste- the Warriors without Steph Curry. They're a G League team. <laughs> they just are. And so... I was thinking, do I really lift a finger when I know they're going to lose? And still, I was so close to like, I just maybe I'll just get a couple of buddies and I'll go to Kingfish in Oakland or 
you know, I had a couple of people who live close by who said, hey, just come down and watch the game. And I thought, nah, I can't do it. You know what? They're going to lose, and then I'm going to spend three hours. I'm not going to get back on a loss. And, oh, did they lose. I looked at the score at halftime, 77 to 50, and I was like, that's why I didn't watch. So if you want me to break it down, and believe me, if I was still on the Warriors' flagship station, I would have watched every second of it. But believe you me, uh, uh, if you want to ask me, hey, what was up with the – what was up with that play in the second quarter where blah, blah, I didn't see it. And then a friend of mine said, I'm, he texted me, I'm giving up. We're down by 39. And I was like, what? So it wasn't just a beatdown. It was an epic clowning beatdown. It, <laughs> I didn't know that. Dominic just told me that they were down by 50 at one point. I think my St. Mary's College Gales wouldn't have allowed that. They would have gone into some kind of four corners and bled the shot clock out as much as you can do that nowadays. But that's the thing about the NBA. You get to a point where, you know, after a quarter it was 38-28, and it's like, uh uh-oh. And as Clay Thompson was saying, the flow just wasn't there. The third quarter was an abomination. The third quarter, Grizzlies 42. First of all, you give up 42 points in a quarter. The Warriors scored 17. They were down 52 points going into the fourth. And then, think about this, they took their foot off the gas because they only scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. So they really could have won by a lot more than uh, than what they did. So 134 to 95. It was a uh, an absolute uh, epic beatdown, but who cares if the Warriors come home and win? You just hope that it's not such an epic beatdown that the Warriors are stunned. And, you know, John Morant jumping up and down, Grizz in seven, but Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bain, Tyus Jones each had 21. And you don't expect 21, I think, from those last two guys. Bain said, we've exceeded expectations ever since I've been here. It almost seems whenever someone thinks we can't do something, we end up doing it. So I never want to put a limit on this team or what we can do because anything's possible. You had, I mean, think about all the people that got into double digits. Dylan Brooke had 12. And I know for Steph Curry, 12 points would be a bad game. But for most players, getting double digit points in an NBA playoff game is an accomplishment. It really is. Zaire Williams had 11. Brandon Clark had 11. DeAnthony Melton had 11. And then Steven Adams, who I think we play in the playoffs every year, whatever team he's on, 13 rebounds. And if you want to break down where the Warriors were lacking, where do you start? But one of them would be second-chance points. And that means offensive rebounds that you're giving up. And offensive rebounds you're not getting on your end. And the Warriors were outscored 24-5 to on second-half points. The Grizzlies never trailed. And when facing elimination now, they're 4-11. and So they're not used to this. But they knew it was at stake. And here's the thing. When you're facing an elimination game and you're at home, 
you can go one of two ways, and I would always bet on you being loosey-goosey. You have nothing to lose. You can leave it all out there on the floor, and even though the Warriors are tried and true, they're as, as experienced as any team in the NBA right now. They have won three titles, mostly together. They've lost two titles, <clears throat> mostly together. They know what it takes, and still they got to the point where I think subconsciously they knew they had a couple of games in the bank, especially one in San Francisco. And the Grizzlies getting 77 points in the first half, that's the most in the history of their franchise. And actually now reading that the lead was 55 at one point. I mean, that's unheard of. That's the largest lead in a playoff game in 70 years. Uh, Most of us weren't around 70 years ago, and the game looked a little bit different back then because there was no three-point line. And so the Memphis fans were chanting, whoop that trick, whoop that trick. Any idea? Whoop that trick. Are you coming on the air here, though? When they asked Steph um, about how he felt going into game five, Steph's quote was, we're going to whoop that trick. So they were throwing Steph's words back at him. Aha. Whoop, not whoop. It's hard to read. Whoop. whoop. I'm going to whoop your ass, that thing. Okay. Can of whoop ass. All right. And uh, game six is Friday night in San Francisco. Um, That would be uh, tomorrow night uh, to you and me. Uh, Clay Thompson had 19, and the Warriors are all saying, "Oh, you're getting Game Six, Clay. You're getting Game Six, Clay." Okay, but the uh, the Grizz have to feel pretty good, and uh, this is the largest playoff loss in the history of the Warriors. Um, and um, <clears throat> sorry, the fifth largest playoff loss. <laughs> That's not the most. Um, there are some people who say Otto Porter Jr. shouldn't even play. He should be kicked off the team. This was two days ago, and everyone's saying he should start. But the Bucks also led Philadelphia by 55 in 1970. Uh, Denver beat New Orleans by 58 in 09. And the Warriors beat the Lakers by 56 in 1973. But here's the thing, Mike Brown, who had been 12-0 and in the playoffs with the Warriors, and think about game one we should have lost and that ugly win we had in uh, game four. Memphis has to think, you know what, we really should be up or even out of this series by now. So the Warriors didn't even take the lead until game four until 45 seconds left in the game. So hopefully Steve Kerr will be back, but I don't know. And will that make a difference? Because if the Warriors go back to Memphis for Game 7, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling good about that whatsoever. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
Here at Total Wine & More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This bourbon has a smoky flavor that'll go great with your grilling. Nice! Wow! And look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium rare. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Pickup and delivery available at TotalWine.com. Drink responsibly, B21. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. All right. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Alfonso Pineda Ulloa, and he's here to talk about his brand new film, which he has uh, directed, which is called There Are No Saints. This will be available from Paramount Pictures and Sabin Films on May 27th in theaters, on digital, and on demand. And uh, it's got some uh, pretty big stars in it as uh, well, uh, with uh, Jose Maria, Yaz Peak, Paz Vega, and then Ron Perlman and Tim Roth uh, as well. Alfonso, welcome to the show. And um, for you, when you put together a film and then it gets in, you know, you finally edit it and you get it into the can, how much of it do you sort of wring your hands about what you cut out or what you left in, or are you at peace with yourself? I'm very at peace with myself, especially with this film. Um, not a lot was uh, left on the editing room uh, floor. Um, everything that uh, we shot was essentially uh, an, an essential scene and was making the movie uh, move forward. Um, I mean, we might have changed a few scenes, uh, the placement of a few scenes for it to uh, work better. But um, I'm, I'm excited and I'm really happy and 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 and. and at peace with with the work that we've done and what ended up, um, you know, on the big screen. And uh, let's talk about the plot. A uh, former hitman named the Jesuit is looking to uh, escape his unescapable sins of the the past. And uh, the Jesuit, was he a former uh, priest in the Society of Jesus? Correct. Uh, actually, you know, in, in Latin America, the Jesuits, uh, uh, they're, they're known for two things. Um, before, you know, when they were trying to convert the indigenous people, they were, uh, they used to torture them, you know, and that's why Neto, you know, uh, Jose Maria Jaspic's character ends up getting that nickname, the Jesuit, because uh, he would go and torture, you know, the people that needed to be tortured, you know, to settle scores. Uh, but uh you know, and, and at the same time, you know, he had a moral code. And, and to me, what, what, what's great about this story, it's because it's a story about a man who broke his own moral code and now has to pay, has to pay the consequences of doing so. It's interesting, too, the Jesuits uh, kicked out of the Catholic Church, I think, four times in the 1700s. They're, they're a, uh, an order that's had its, uh, its challenges, let's just say that. But <laughs> moving on. The, the, the plot of this film, how much of it, when you worked with your director of photography, what kind of tone, what kind of gritty feel did you want to give to it? Well, we wanted to have a very gritty uh, and raw, unflinching look. You know, it's almost like, but at the same time, I wanted to be luminous. That's why we had like these uh, neon lights all over the place. Um, but at the same time, if you go into the, you know, the monster's belly, you want to feel like you're in the monster's belly, correct? And uh and at the same time, you know, it's it's um, it's a movie that uh, it's a movie that keeps happening, you know, in different towns. It's almost like a road movie, you know, a road vengeance movie. And therefore, we needed to feel like he was literally moving from one place to the other. So even though we were shooting, you know, within Mexico City or the surroundings of Mexico City, so it was um, it, it was it, put it that way. It was an element that we needed, you know, to show off. You know, kind of like that photography and the art would help us feel like Neto was getting to the place where he would have to uh, rescue his son. Now, working, as I mentioned, with some seasoned actors, let's talk about Ron Perlman, because uh, that guy, he just he can't help but eat up the screen in, in every scene. Uh, and what was it like to work with a guy like that? 
It was crazy. Uh, I mean, I, the, from the first uh, time that I had to, I was on a phone call with him. Um, I learned so much about how he sees filmmaking. You know, he's also director. You know, all, all, other than, a, than an actor, and the way he approached the scenes, you know, it, it was fantastic. You know, I actually uh, put it this way: I learned a lot from him, and um, you know, both. The scenes, uh, they, they grew bigger than what they were just because of, you know, his input and the way he uh, he approached uh, filmmaking, you know, and, and the script and the character. You also have Tim Roth, who's one of my favorite actors and, um, of course, English, but can uh, play any country, any accent. And uh, is it a collaborative effort when you work with such Hollywood vets, like maybe they make a suggestion and you think, yeah, let's do it that way? Completely. I mean, the first time we were on the phone call, we actually went line by line, you know, um, you know, what I thought was going to be a 20 minute phone call ended up being like a four hour phone call, mm. you know, and this was before we ended up getting together and, and start working on the character itself. You just had so many questions um, that will, that would basically build the character in a very, you know, in how we both saw it or not in how we both saw it, but how it would benefit the script the most. You know, how would it benefit the story the most? Um, so you definitely want to hear them. I mean, as a director, I, I believe that um, first and foremost, the, the thing that matters the most is the story. And so there are no egos. Whenever you find a person who sees that as well, you know, and, and team was great about it. He's like, what do we need the story to tell? You know, I mean, I can make this character less this or more that. And, and, and you know, together we decided what was best for the story, you know, what character would, would gain, you know, would, would give more to the story and would contrast at the same time, you know, Neto, you know, Jose Maria Jaspic's character. A couple more questions here for uh, director Alfonso Pineda Ulloa. The film is called There Are No Saints, opening on the 27th. You mentioned Jose Maria Jaspic and anyone who watched uh, uh, the, um, the Narcos show, Narcos Mexico, absolutely the last season was completely uh, his. And yes. uh, a fantastic actor. And not just playing a bad guy, but he had the, the Cuban love interest uh, as well. And uh, just um, super impressed by how talented that guy is. Yeah, Chema, Chema Jaspic, uh Chema is his nickname. Um, he's amazing. He's uh, he's he's very savvy. Um, he has a lot of uh, tools, you know, emotional tools. But at the same time, he knows how to pull the punches. You know, he knows when to give a punch. Uh, he's very expressive with his eyes. And um, you know, him and I got together and we decided that we wanted to make a, a John Wayne out of Neto. You know, you know, almost like you know, with just his eyes, he could say everything. It's almost like I felt like I was talking to my grandfather, right? You know, mm -hmm. he would shut me down when I was a little kid, you know, just with his eyes, you know, he didn't need, he didn't need to speak out. And that's what we we're going for. This, 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 this character with this huge personality and command, you know, that it was just his presence. You know, uh, Chema actually lost 20 kilos to make the Jesuit because he, we wanted the character to feel like he was coming out of prison and that he had been purged of all his scenes while in prison, you know, except for one, and, and this one is going to come and hunt him. It's absolutely amazing. And, of course, this was uh, written by Paul Schrader, who gave us Taxi Driver, Travis Bickle, you talking to me, you talking to me. 
exactly. What, <laughs> what's it like uh, when you have a guy who is, uh, you know, he's been doing this for decades? Well, I mean, if I'm honest, obviously I cannot lie. And I say I, I definitely was intimidated by this but, uh, as soon as I read the script. You know, it's almost like you he's been one of my heroes. You know, I mean, uh, there's a reason why I'm a director and, and he's a big part of it. You know, when I was a kid, you know, Taxi Driver, I would watch it at least once a week. Um, so whenever I saw his name on the script, I mean, of course, I, I mean, I was like, I cannot fail this story, you know, it's like, you know, what's the story about, you know, what's emotionally you need to comply, you know, to, to transmit. And we had a few phone calls and, and, and they were very, very, very educated for me, you know, in terms of what was really the story about, you know, yeah, we, we have a ex-sicario or ex-con trying to save his son, but this is really about our moral values and, and, and what we believe uh, justice is and, and the Judeo-Christianity religion um, has taught us that an eye for an eye is okay, but, but, but is, it, is it really, you know? Um, and, and, and what happens when you are, when you, when killing people is your job, you know, in, in a society that does employ a lot of people to do so. And, and, and when you, when, when you put it, when you bring it down into the human side of what a Sicario is and what the, the, the consequences of his actions it, it was what really mattered and, and trying to tell the story from that point of view was what really is interesting and, and I admire from Paul Schrader's story. No doubt. Last question for you. We're all products of our education, our influences, our mentors. What are, you know, one or two directors that you really looked up to that you kind of maybe borrow from their style now and then? Oh, well, first of all, I mean, I... I, I Without knowing so, I believe I borrow a lot from Hitchcock because uh, mm. when I was a kid, I, I did um, I did watch Hitchcock every day. Um, and, but at the same time, um, I did mentor. I mean, Rodrigo Garcia became a mentor when I was in L.A. And, uh, for a year, a year and a half. And I love how he approaches characters, you know, try to uh, make the human side shine, you know, above the story, you know. Uh, so I borrow a lot of from him, not visually, but emotionally when I work with actors. Great stuff. I want to remind everybody this is going to be a big hit. There are no saints with great distribution, Paramount Pictures and Saban Films that is releasing on the 27th of this month. You can see it in the theaters, on digital and on demand. And we've been speaking to the director, Alfonso Pinedo Ulloa. Congratulations on the film. And um, we'll, let's talk again on your next one. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be honored. And uh, I appreciate the time. No doubt. It's our honor. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back and continue the show right here on Titillating Sports.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A couple of minutes left in hour number one of three. 
The Lakers have received permission from the Warriors to interview assistant Kenny Atkinson for their head coaching job. And uh, my question is, why? No offense to Kenny Atkinson. Of course, he coached the Nets for four years. Um, This is the fifth candidate known to interview. They've interviewed Bucks assistant Darvin Ham. Remember him as a player. Raptors assistant Adrian Griffin former Blazers coach Terry Stotts, and they've interviewed Mark Jackson uh, as well. And so if you think about spending three and a half years with the Nets, was pretty successful there, took over a team with very few draft picks, very few established uh, veterans, and got them to attract some established stars like Durant and Irving, but that kind of turned out to be his undoing. And uh, making the playoffs was a with a young team was uh, not enough, but he was able to show that he could manage some of the uh, the personalities. Maybe that's why they think he'd be a good fit with LeBron and the unibrow uh, as well. He's a developmental guy. He got his start or made his name really under Mike Budenholzer in Atlanta. And um, he was under Ty Lue with the Clips. Uh, Terrence Mann gave him a lot of uh, credit for Uh, turning him into a a good young wing. Leslie Mann gave him no credit for her acting skills. But I think about the youngsters with the Warriors, Gary Payton, the second, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, they're playing well. You just wonder how much it's going to be. But the reason I say it's a mistake, not because um, he can't coach. Remember, the last time the Lakers went looking for a head coach, they offered Tyron Lue a three-year deal. And he's like, nah. And they offered Frank Vogel a three a three year deal. So a three year deal seems long, but it's really not that long. But they want to win right now. And the reason I say he's a mistake because I think they need more drama and a name. And you go, why would they want more drama? I just think LeBron will come into a huddle and look at Atkinson and think, well, I'm really the coach. That's just completely my feelings on it. But if you get Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson, to me, is the perfect sort of Jim Harbaugh type of coach. He will come in and he will burn out in two years. But that's all LeBron has left probably is two years. Or that's all he wants. He could play until he's 50 if he feels like it. Somebody will always have LeBron. I think you need a little bit of a crazier name for the Lakers. Otherwise, Atkinson would be a fine choice, but this doesn't seem like an L.A. fit. That's me. How about you? We got two more hours. Come on back on Sports Byline. Radio News with Tim Berg. There's no escaping the pain at the pump. Drivers are again waking up to a new record high price for gas. AAA just updated the national average, showing it's up a penny to $4.41 a gallon. 
Three states top $5 with California closing in on 6 bucks. This, as Brian Marks with the University of New Haven says many oil producers are hesitant to increase drilling production. Oil producers have been hesitant to uh, increase production significantly or even at all. The United States is again warning that next month will be critical for Ukraine. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin testifying in a House budget hearing that much more will be needed to help the war-torn country. You're listening to USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. More people in northern New Mexico are bracing to be evacuated as the Calf Canyon Hermit's Peak wildfire rages toward Tahos County. Wind and dry conditions help the fire char more than 200,000 acres, forcing thousands of people from their homes. State Representative Roger Montoya. The impact directly on citizens is dire. We have elders, extremely poor individuals, um, no homeowners insurance in many cases nowhere to go. The National Weather Service says there are critical fire conditions across the southwest, southern Rockies, and high plains. The Supreme Court justices are holding a private meeting Thursday. It'll be their first time gathering since a draft opinion from February was illegally leaked, showing the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling may be overturned this summer. That would leave it up to states to decide abortion legislation. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Gun smoke. Fort Laramie. Have gun. Will travel. Frontier gentlemen. Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. The greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On many of these radio stations or online, just search for Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. That's Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. Attorney General Merrick Garland is ordering the U.S. Marshals Service to help ensure the safety of Supreme Court justices. Garland's order going out Wednesday after last week's illegal leak of a draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade has stoked outrage among pro-abortion supporters. This as Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is calling on the AG to just enforce the laws on the books. The statute is incredibly clear. It basically says if you are parading or picketing in order to try to influence a judge, then it's punishable with up to a year in prison. That sounds illegal to me. And I, I just asked the attorney general to enforce the law that's on the books. 
If people want to demonstrate someplace off away from their home, that's their prerogative. Leaky fuel hoses are causing an automaker to recall over 200,000 vehicles. Hyundai is recalling more than 215,000 mid-sized cars in the U.S. because fuel hoses can leak in the engine compartment and cause fires. The recall covers certain 2013 and 14 Sonata sedans, many of which were recalled for the same problem in 2020. Dealers will replace the hoses. Owners will be notified starting July 5th. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. The Milwaukee Bucks and Memphis Grizzlies were winners in the NBA playoffs Wednesday night. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. I'm sorry, but it makes me laugh when I hear a national report. Oh, gas is up to 4.41 a gallon. Where do you live? Boogers, Montana. 4.41. I can't even remember when gas was that cheap. Maybe I was high school. <laughs> Seriously though, there it's like 6.89 a gallon at some gas stations around here. Why? <clears throat> well, it's the same reason why in the gold rush. If you had a shovel, you would sell it for $100 during the gold rush. People will always try to make a profit, and that's just the way it works in this type of society. All right, uh, as I mentioned, North London Derby. Uh, this was a game uh, where Arsenal, Tottenham were rolling. They were supposed to play Tottenham at White Hart Lane, and uh, three of their players were away at the Coupe d'Afrique, the African Cup of Nations, AFCON as some call it now. And they had two of the reserve players in COVID protocol. And they said, can the game be delayed? And the league said yes. And so it got pushed back to today. Tottenham had to play a game this season where 10, 10 of their first team, not reserve, but first team, had COVID. And they still had to play and they lost. So, listen, this is the only proper rivalry right now because in the Manchester Derby, Man City are 31 points ahead of United. In the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool are 50 points ahead of Everton who are look like they're just going to avoid the drop door, the um, 
the uh, trap door. But in the last three seasons, Tottenham have finished one point ahead of Arsenal, three points ahead of Arsenal, and one point ahead of Arsenal. This is a proper rivalry right down to the nuts and bolts. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. We got Lieutenant Colonel Dan Hampton coming up this hour. Also, psychologist Cheryl Rich will crawl into my brain. Brad Powers from AgainstTheNumber.com is going to come on as well. We'll have musician Victor Alexeyev and author Shane Ryan as well. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. We're going to start off with open lines here this hour, so it's a good time to get in. one 800 878-7529. In fact, I believe this is my last open segment, so get in. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our Silver Unlimited plan for just $45 a month and no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for $249, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. N72. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Hour two of titillating sports. 
You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. What you got? Come on in and let's get heard. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. You know, normally I'm not hanging on a cliff about um, professional golf, but this is very interesting, I think, what's going on with this pull between the PGA Tour. Do they call it the LIV Golf Tour, or do they call it Live or do they call are these Roman numerals we're talking about? You don't even know. He lo- Dominic loves golf. He doesn't know. So let's call it the LIV Golf League. And it's, uh, of course, Saudi-backed with Greg Norman. And it's going to start in London June 9th to 11. But in a surprising decision from the PGA Tour this week, the golfers who saw permission to play in it have been denied. And it's unknown whether any PGA players will risk punishment with going ahead at the Centurion Club in London. And the PGA Tour Senior Vice President Tyler Dennis said in a memo to all players, we have notified those who have applied that their request has been declined in accordance with the PGA Tour tournament regulations. As such, tour members are not authorized to participate in the Saudi Golf League's London event under our regulations. As a member organization, we believe this decision is in the best interest of the PGA Tour and its players. <clears throat> so, end quote, it was the, we kind of thought, which the PGA Tour, which has to grant permission to any member playing an event outside the PGA Tour, would approve waivers for some of these events. In fact, some people thought the first of maybe the first eight of the golf events before denying them when the league comes to North America for their ninth event. But instead, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, he has laid down the law early and um, just denying his members the ability to participate in these big money events. And so Greg Norman who is the CEO of the LIV Golf Tournament, said, quote, Sadly, the PGA Tour seems intent on denying the professional golfers their right to play golf, unless it's exclusively in a PGA Tour tournament. This is particularly disappointing in light of the Tour's nonprofit status, where its mission is purportedly to promote the common interests of professional tournament golfers. Instead, the tour is intent on perpetuating its illegal monopoly of what should be a free and open market. The tour's action is anti-golfer, anti-fan, and anti-competitive. But no matter what obstacles the PGA Tour puts in our way, we will not be stopped. We will continue to give players options that promote the great game of golf globally. End quote. So... <clears throat> This is slightly unusual not to get waivers because 
uh, Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, they all got waivers to play in the Saudi International, which is on the Asian Tour. But the PGA Tour, of course, sees LIV golf differently, ostensibly because it's not a one-off event. It's the beginning of a rival league now. And by the way, the PGA Tour will give you three waiver requests per year. So the uh, the tour appears to, um, uh, the DP Tour, I should say, they have agreed to uh, follow the lead of the PGA. They're denying their players any uh, request as well. And if you look at the DP Tour, they have huge financial difficulties right now. But if players choose to defy denied waivers and play anyway, <clears throat> Monaghan has consistently maintained in private, according to sources, that players could be suspended or just permanently banned, kicked out, goodbye. And um, he said, our PGA rules and regulations were written, written by the players for the players They've been in existence for over 50 years. I'm confident in our rules and regulations, my ability to administer them, and that's my position on the matter. We're confident in our position, and we're going to keep moving forward as a PGA Tour and focus on the things that we can control. So who has requested a waiver or just has been linked to the league? Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia. Remember him. I can't wait to get off this tour. You can probably say bye-bye to him. Jason Cockrack, Kevin Naw, and Robert Garrigus. Then there's Mickelson, of course, who's by far the biggest name involved. And he's the guy that said the Saudis are scary mother effers, <clears throat> which you're not allowed to say about anybody, even if you think that. You're not allowed to say what you think. So, yes, a Saudi Arabia finance league and they want to create an alternative golf tour and get some of the top players. And it was reported that Phil Mickelson helped write the operating agreement for the league. You know, he kind of helped start it, which is ironic. But the uh, 48 golfer, 12 team LIV golf events, five of which are slated to be played in the U.S., will have purses of $20 million, including $5 million payout to the top team at Every event. Norman has been adamant that legally speaking, the people who are uh, golfing should be considered should be considered independent contractors and not banned from the PGA Tour. And the tour thinks differently. And why wouldn't they? You know, why would you grant Johnny Unitas a waiver to play in the AFL? Oh well, the uh, Houston Oilers want me to play a few games. Oh, okay. So now this waiver denial for this first event, you know, not the USA one, I mean, at some point it was going to come, but this entire saga has been one that looks like it's, it's going to be heading to court. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, why wouldn't it head to court? Because professional golf is at a crossroads. And rival leagues have, rival leagues have always popped up, but, you know, it's like a mom-and-pop hamburger place opening across the street from McDonald's and might have some interest for about, you know, four or five weeks, and everybody's going back to McDonald's. But, you know, it was it, the volume surrounding this got turned up at that Genesis Invitational when Mickelson made those remarks. But, 
you know, slowly but surely some, you know, Ian Poulter's been connected, Martin Kamer, uh, Martin Keimer, I should say. He's world number one at one point in his career. Louis Oshausen as well. But on, um, on Tuesday, Greg Norman told Sky Sports in England that they've got 19 of the top 100 players and he's got six of the top 50 and they're committed. So now he said that before this denial came out today. But right now, Greg Norman runs the league and it's eight tournament series. And as I said, outrageous purchase, uh, uh, purses, 20 million on individual, 5 million on team payouts. The goal is to expand to 10 tournaments next year and 14 tournaments the year after that. But you think, well, who's even eligible right now? It's whoever they say is eligible. So uh, (laughs) it is interesting. But as I said, on June 9th through 11th, Centurion Club in London, England, will find out whether these guys show up or not, you know. And I would, like I said, after what Sergio Garcia said the other day, is like, you know, I can't wait to get out of it because he got penalized and he was sick of it. He didn't, he found his ball, but he didn't find it within the three minute rule. And so he said, ah, PGA sucks. Okay, fine. All right. That's a little interesting uh, development in the uh, golf world. When we come back, we'll be joined by Lieutenant Colonel Dan Hampton. He's got a new book. Looks pretty cool. Come on back. is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131 That's 800-824-5131 I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show New York Times bestselling author, Lieutenant Colonel Dan Hampton. He has a uh, fascinating new book, which is available from St. Martin's Press. It is called Valor, the astonishing World War II saga of one man's defiance and indomitable spirit. Dan, uh, welcome back to the show. It's great to have you with us. What was the genesis behind uh, this uh, book and um, and uh, Bill Harris? Thanks again for the invitation back. And uh, I actually ran across Bill Harris when I was writing the previous book called Vengeance, uh, which took place on Guadalcanal, uh, largely. And I found a General Field Harris, a Marine aviator, and learned that he had a son, and the you know the notion of a father and son both fighting in the same war was sort of intriguing, so I made a note of it. And then after Vengeance was was out and finished, and I was looking for a new book to write, I dug into Bill's history a bit, and found out what a fascinating story it was, and had to write it. And here it is. You think about the the fall of the the Philippines and MacArthur getting out of Corregidor, and you know said I'll be back before Arnold Schwarzenegger said it, and Terminator. Uh, he has returned, and <laughs> but still, that was pretty horrible. Uh, the Bataan Death March, and and I have a relative who's an eighteen-year-old uh, sailor that died in that that Death March, and uh, just the 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 captivity that he had, it, it reads like an action adventure novel. When you would think it would be more of a stoic type of thing, and and why is that, Colonel? Well, thanks. That's um, it's a good question. Uh, I was. It was an author's dream. I mean, I, I had the benefit of a 1,500-page unpublished manuscript that Bill had written after World War II. 
and it's been with his daughter all these decades. And once she and I connected, uh, she let me uh, use it for the book. And so that's why everything in it might read more like a, a thriller than than true life, but it really is. It's all true. It came right out of of his personal experiences and his viewpoints of all the horrible things that happened to him over those three and a half years. You know, it's interesting, too, the parallels. I mentioned Douglas MacArthur and his father, Arthur MacArthur, who was in the Civil War, and he was also basically the governor general of the Philippines uh, as well. What was the relationship like with Bill Harris and his father, who was a decorated Marine general? Actually, it was a pretty good relationship. I mean, uh they were they were different. Okay, back then, I mean, they were they were a little more stoic, a little more distant and aloof. Um, but they both respected each other, and Bill loved his father very much. And the father, you know, as a father myself, I can't imagine not knowing for over three years whether my son's alive or dead. And you could really get the sense of that in the letters that Field wrote uh, back to his wife, which I uh, I got to read and have access to. And and their their I don't want to give too much of the book away, but their re, their eventual reunion, you know, was was everything that you would expect it to be. When I think about you personally and over 150 combat sorties in your two decades in the Air Force, when you were reading it and you were thinking about the valor that you had to have, what what type of comparisons and, and contrast did you have with him? Well, that's nice of you to say that, but I would never put myself in the same category as, as somebody like Bill. Uh, I know what you mean, though, and, and, and what it allowed me to do, though, was to be empathetic to a point that someone who hasn't been in combat really couldn't do. I mean, there are just some things that you have to experience, and unless you've experienced it, you can't really understand what it's all about. So the fact that I've I've been in bad situations allowed me to at least you know, get where where Bill was coming from and, and maybe write it in such a way that would help most readers understand what, what he felt and what he was enduring. From all the books that I've read, and I, I'm definitely a uh, military history nut, and it's fine when they're written by historians or war correspondents, but I always like books written by people like you and people who were there um, who didn't start off as uh, authors. And the thing that I've always found that the thing that keeps them from running away when everything tells you to run away inside, the thing that keeps them there isn't so much, you know, religion or the flag. It's, it's to not let the next guy down. Is that something that you kind of saw with, with Lieutenant Bill Harris? Absolutely. Um, you know, he was, he was an officer. He was a, he was a commander. You, you can't afford to, if you're good at it, you can't afford to let people down because they're depending on you. That's why you're their commander. And he, he did that, you know, he, he did that quite well uh, in, in the time that he had, and he, he did everything that, that you would expect a, a Marine officer to do. And what you said about not letting the next guy down is really kind of the gist of it. In the middle of a fight, at least everyone I've ever been in, I am definitely not thinking of the flag or even the country. I am thinking about the guys that are with me, and I'm trying to keep from getting killed and trying to to keep them from getting killed, and that's really what it is all about. So you hit that one on the head. Do you see any, and I don't want to call it a, a, it's not a game, but for lack of a better term, do you see any end game going on with uh, Ukraine right now? 
Uh, yeah, somebody will put a bullet in Vladimir Putin's head, and they'll <laughs> and that'll be that. Um, I, I am, am motivated and inspired every day by the defiance and resiliency of the Ukrainian people, which goes a long way in a fight. I mean, you have to have the other things, too. You have to have weapons and ammunition and food and all that, but you can have all those things and not have a will to fight, and you're not going to win. And the absolute clown act of the Russian military, you know, has, has illustrated this to the world. They, they weren't fighting for a cause. They had no reason to be there. And it shows in their abysmal performance versus the Ukrainians who are fighting for their, their families, their homes, their loved ones who are very close nearby. I mean, it, it, that definitely is motivating when, when you have to do that. And I, you know, I think that Putin right now is trying to, to wait us out. He rightfully, you know, has judged that, that the West, particularly the United States, has a relatively short attention span, and he's gambling that we're going to lose interest in the Ukraine, and he's just going to end up taking it all in the end. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there are enough people angry enough in the world right now at him and Russia, and the Ukrainians are getting what they need to continue to fight. I think they're going to win. You know, I remember um, an interview with a pilot during the uh, the Gulf War, and, um, you know, I always thought as a pilot you would be um, worried about SAMs, but he said, no, nah, it's AAA and bullets. He said, I can deal with, you know, with some countermeasures. I can deal with SAMs. Is, is, is that true with you, too? It was mostly them bullets? Uh, he's right up to a point. I guess it depends on what kind of plane he flew. My my job most of the time I flew F-16s was I, I was a SAM killer. I was an anti-aircraft gun killer. I was what's called a wild weasel. And instead of avoiding those things, you purposely go get them to shoot at you so you know where they are, and then you go kill them so they can't shoot down anything else. Um, kind of a nutty job, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was uh, a big, big challenge, sort of the last mono mono you know, arena, I think, in, in the world. Um, definitely the, the guns are dangerous because they don't always work with radars, and if they don't work with radars, then you don't get much of an indication that they're around, and they can just open up on you. If you're low enough to get hit, then you're probably going to get hit. Wow, you were the guy that looked for the SAMs. That's pretty studly, i got to say. Oh, it was fun. I mean, you know, it was, it, was, it was a duel. You know, it was saying, hey, take your best shot because I'm going to take mine, and after you miss or I get away from it, I'm going to come smack you, and that's, that's pretty much what it was. It was it was a good. It was a good gig. <laughs> <laughs> was that wire guided? I mean, did you have a camera on those on your ordnance? Uh, no, no. Uh, they were different sorts of ordnances. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't have cameras on them, but right. we had ways to record where they were going right. and what they were what they were hitting. Could so you, we always knew if we were successful. Could you not. paint a target and then just hit a put a hellfire on it? No, I never did that. We always did our own killing. <laughs> You eat what you kill, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, it, there's a, there's there's much less ambiguity in that than in a lot of things that happen in a in a battle because there's no way of really hitting the wrong target because they're trying to shoot you, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can't you're not going to accidentally hit a a school or a hospital or something, um, which is what you're seeing out of the Ukraine, and I think people should really take their hats off to the U.S. military because we always went to great pains not to indiscriminately kill civilians or lay waste to entire regions. And what you're seeing now is the typical Russian, you know, butchery. They don't really care. And, and it shows, and I, I think the world's seeing that. 
Yeah, we thought we were done with those days in the 1940s, and we're not. I want to make sure everybody picks up the new book, Valor, the astonishing World War II saga of one man's defiance and indomitable spirit by Lieutenant Colonel Retired Dan Hampton, New York Times bestseller, and this is going to be a bestseller, and it's going to be a, a movie or a series as well. Dan, thanks. Uh, you know, we say thanks for your service, but, uh, you know, it's guys like you that allow the rest of us to sit around here. Uh, so we appreciate everything that you do, and congrats on the book. Well, I appreciate all the kind sentiments and the good promotion, and let's hope somebody makes a movie out of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great stuff. Thanks, Colonel. Okay. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm Byland. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. 
for everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, thank you for that. And uh, just notice that Twitch wasn't started, so it's going <laughs> it's going now on Twitch.tv. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on the American Forces Radio Network uh, as well. It's our pleasure now to welcome to the show psychologist and television personality Cheryl Rich. And she's here to talk about the premiere event and screening a red carpet event for season two of The House on Fox Soul. And uh, this event will be uh, at um, 6 p.m. That's when doors will open on Wednesday, March 30th. The House is a one-hour talk show focused on the black LGBTQIA plus experience. Cheryl, welcome to the show. And... Um, Help me a little bit. I admit my ignorance. LGBTQ, I got all of those. IA+, those are what? Uh, Rick, thank you for having me. Number one, thank you for bringing the house into your house. Mm -hmm. And that question, LGBTQ plus IA, those are letters that are meant to be inclusive. And just saying the word gay, uh, it was just too overall, most of all, for the young people. And they decided to cut their own lane. So you, you have lesbian for the L, and it goes on, but LB is the bisexual. And then LBGT, trans, our trans brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And then LBGTQ, queer, which is people I feel don't, want to get in a box at all and it goes on from there so the letters can be a little confusing at time but after you say it a little while it it, it catches on and the i and the a what what do those stand for well the youngsters have added that for um and let me tell you that i came through the 70s and that's when i was gay and that's just the only word we use so i'm 63 and still getting used to. So the I and A, I'm not going to say because I'm not exactly sure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, and that they'll get me if I make a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> We've had conversations about that, though, Rick. People are saying it's division. You know, it's dividing the community versus bringing it together. So it's still very much up in the air. Yeah, no, I, I can see that as well. We always want to put a label on everything sometimes and say, you're this or you're that, when I think all of us are so multifaceted, Cheryl. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I, I did hear the plus was for people who don't identify with any of the letters, and it's just True. like, you too. 
Yeah, I think an A may be advocate. I I don't even know. Mm. I tell you, again, I'm at that generation. The youngsters come at me, and they're like, we have decided that we are going to have our own lane, and people are going to respect these letters. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, I, I tell them all the time, hey, I came through mm. the 70s. We were all gay mm. and happy, you know, so right. but uh, I respect whatever a person wants to be. Right. I think that's what's so important with the show. And I'm, listen, I'm less than 10 years younger than you. I came through the 70s as well. And I remember in college in the 80s, I took a class from Dr. Harry Edwards, who was, uh, you know, very much part of the civil rights movement and uh, the Mm -hmm. John Carlos uh, and the, uh, the protests in Mexico City in the Olympics. But I remember him talking about being black and gay. And at that time in the Mm. 80s, he said the black culture is so macho that if you're Mm. gay, you have to go to a white neighborhood because you're not going to make it. Is that still true? That's a very interesting statement. Uh, We talk about the um, uh, the black community and the control of religion uh, that has been pumped deep into our system. Mm -hmm. And because of that, the judgment can be so extreme that uh, some parents would rather you be mm, a criminal versus gay. Jeez. And that's a sad, sad situation. So I don't say it's not as dangerous as it used to be. Uh, this a uh, People are standing in their power. People are uh, finally looking at themselves, most of all, after what we just went through with the whole world shutting down. And people are less judgmental now than what they used to be. And I think that is happening within the black community also, that acceptance uh, and understanding that no one uh, is perfect. Perfect. I always say perfection is an illusion. So I think that that it's a little lighter, but I have to say because of the religion uh, aspect of the black community, we are very, um, a lot of us can be very harsh on someone choosing who they're going to go to bed with. No doubt. A couple more questions for Cheryl Rich, the house on Fox soul. Um, it's interesting too, because I agree with you. We're much more accepting and at worst tolerant of of people. And, and I don't, I've never understood why anyone would care what, what, (laughs) what someone is, whether they're what team they root for, what religion they are. You you just judge them on how they treat other people really. Mm, But thank you, Rick. You're welcome. But the thing is, is like a guy like Dave Chappelle is making trans mm-hmm. jokes. And mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, of course, is one of the biggest names. He's he's a hilarious comedian. Mm-hmm. And people will say, look, it's not funny and we want to end your career. So mm-hmm. where are we with you have to be able to laugh at yourself. You have to understand that it's just for laughs. And yet on the other hand, people are like, I'm fed up. Quit making fun of me. And now I'm going mm-hmm. after your job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about this whole new word, cancel culture. Yes. Where, where are we with that? Why would such outrage come to a Dave Chappelle? I'm not a transgender person, uh, and yet I do know that there is an all-time uh, uh, high rate of murder with transgender people. Uh, and, and, and so when we have a Dave Chappelle with such a uh, large platform, actually send out certain messages and of course he's got power and people feel like well if Dave Chappelle feels like they're dispensable then I can kill them you know I can harm them 
So I understand the sensitivity seems to be at an all-time high right now, and people can't have just a normal job without, you know, being attacked. But again, we all have responsibility, most of all when we get platforms. And if we were attempting to have diversity, equity, and inclusion, and peace in this world, now we have to make different choices about the words that we say. And so that's, you know, cancel culture, is it right or wrong? What it has done is put us at an all-time alert, which is why we have the house. The house is a place where it is about universal things. It's not about who's in between your legs. It's just people who are talking about topics that touch this world, and we want to bring healing inside the house. So I, I believe that the house is an LBGTQ talk show dinner party where straights and gays come together to discuss tolerance. Mm-hmm. People don't like the word tolerance because they say it's rough on the tongue. The chef isn't gay. I used to be gay. I used to be straight. Now I just get in the bed and go to sleep by eight. I refuse to be put in a box. So that is what it, it, this show is about. The house, we come to bring peace. We want Dave Chappelle to finally, finally look in the mirror. Dave Chappelle in this society, it, it, was it attractive with what society says within the black community? You know, we have the light skin, dark skin, house feel. Dave Chappelle is a chocolate brother. He has a lot of money, has a great platform, and suddenly he's super handsome. But I'm sure he dealt with his own issues of being that little black monkey when he was little. You know, let's face it, Dave Chappelle's not married to a black female. That's a whole nother subject. Mm-hmm. So we all have our situations that we don't want people poking at. I'm sure he wasn't like, I poked that. Mm-hmm. So now we have to be more conscious. And in this society, you can get canceled. And you have to be concerned with how you are treating other people. And I hope that gets even more intense and people want to heal and not hurt hurt people, hurt people. Very interesting. Last question for you. And yes, this one is tricky. And that is... There have been places out here, I'm in San Francisco, and for a long time there have been places where they say, look, to avoid, you know, awkwardness and teasing, we're going to have a gay high school and now maybe even a gay grammar school. And I think about how some doctors say, look, a lot of people when they're growing up, even prepubescent, they might have a homoerotic thought or they don't know what they are. Or maybe a girl Mm -hmm. is a wallflower and nobody wants to... Mm -hmm. No boy wants to dance with her, so she thinks, oh, I'm a, I'm a lesbian, or I just want someone to pay attention to me, and then they fill out, and then they go, actually, I do like boys. Is there an age in your mind where it's too young to say you're gay or you're straight? Fantastic uh, question. I, had, uh, I actually was pregnant at 11. Wow. I had a child by 12. Wow. Uh, I understand the mind is not developed What I believe is that parents have got to start paying attention to their children and being sensitive to certain words that come out of their mouth. By 12 years old, I am a mother and I'm told, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad. And so that's what I became. And if you're saying to a little boy, stop that, you act like a sissy. That's what girls do. Don't do that. Girl, why are you playing with those army men? You're supposed to play with this doll. You know, is there an age that is too young to talk about sexuality? We are told, no, 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 to something that feels so good, good, good. Maybe with these schools, instead of putting a tag on them, this could be the school of freedom where you get to explore 
Because there was a song out when I was little, and it was called, I'm a girl watcher. I'm a girl watcher. Mm -hmm. Here comes one. And I would look at a girl's ass and think, oops, maybe I can't say it, behind. And say, oh, I'm not supposed to be looking. But here's this sensual, beautiful body. We got to come out the boxes inside of our mind. And so is there an age too young to say this school? Let's name the school School of Freedom. You don't have to be a boy or a girl. Just be for a moment while you're little so you can figure it out. Instead of being driven into a cave and suddenly you're a download brother bringing AIDS home. Come on now. We got, it's a different world. And freedom is free. Don't cost a thing. There it is. Fox Souls, the house. They're calling it a gala here in the press release. G-A-Y dash L-A. A gala <laughs> season two is going to be yeah. debuting. It's a red carpet well, event. No, no, no. Here we are. And believe it or not, we're in fourth episode of season two. And I think Fox loving us so much. We're talking it to season three right now. So Fridays on Fox Soul. And we can always go to YouTube and go to Fox Soul. And the house will be there. Six o'clock. Uh, West Coast time, and we are honored. Right? Thank you for being who you are and standing in the paint to say that people can be different. Come on over to the house where we teach it how to own your truth and free your mind, and that's universal. Oh, I yeah. am honored, sir. Don't mess, honored. With, don't mess with me in the low block. I'll block you out and go to the glass. <laughs> I'm at Cheryl Helps <laughs> on IG, at Cheryl Helps, where healing is happening in the house. Rick, we are honored. Thank right. you. Doug DeLuca, Kent, uh, Kurt T. Jones, Doug DeLuca of the Jimmy Kimmel Show, put his name on an all-gay black talk show. Let's give him his props. And I, I just I just thank all you brothers wrapped in different colored skin for saying, come on, let us, let's, let's give some unity here. There thank she you, is. Sir. Cheryl Rich, Fox Soul. Yes, all right. The House and the Fam. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl. We appreciate honored. it. Honored. All right. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Violin. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. 
Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten, that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards. be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. A couple minutes left in hour number two. The Raiders now have their backup quarterback, and that's Jarrett Stidham. Josh McDaniels, of course, worked with him in New England. This was a fourth-round pick out of uh, Auburn three years ago, the Baylor transfer. He had a, a great couple of years at Auburn. Never started an NFL game in times he has played in eight games, two touchdown passes and four picks. But right now, the Raiders quarterback room, you know, of course, they gave Derek Carr a $121 million extension. He's the guy. But it was Nick Mullins, Garrett Gilbert, Chase Garbers. Those were the guys. Thankfully, Peterman gone. But the Patriots drafted Bailey Zapp. They brought in Derek King as an undrafted free agent. They already have Mac Jones, and then backing him up was Brian Hoyer. The trade is Stidham to the Raiders and a seventh-round pick for a sixth-round pick next year. Talk about wanting to get rid of a guy. Stidham and a seventh for a sixth. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. we got a full hour coming up. We'll see you in a second.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. There's no escaping the pain at the pump. Drivers are again waking up to a new record high price for gas. AAA just updated the national average, showing it's up a penny to $4.41 a gallon. Three states top $5, with California closing in on 6 bucks. This, as Brian Marks with the University of New Haven says many oil producers are hesitant to increase drilling production. Oil producers have been hesitant to uh, increase production significantly or even at all. The United States is again warning that next month will be critical for Ukraine. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin testifying in a House budget hearing that much more will be needed to help the war-torn country. You're listening to USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 800 888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. More people in northern New Mexico are bracing to be evacuated as the Calf Canyon Hermit's Peak wildfire rages toward Tahos County. Wind and dry conditions help the fire char more than 200,000 acres, forcing thousands of people from their homes. State Representative Roger Montoya. The impact directly on citizens is dire. We have elders, extremely poor individuals, um, no homeowners insurance in many cases nowhere to go. The National Weather Service says there are critical fire conditions across the southwest, southern Rockies, and high plains. The Supreme Court justices are holding a private meeting Thursday. It'll be their first time gathering since a draft opinion from February was illegally leaked, showing the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling may be overturned this summer. That would leave it up to states to decide abortion legislation. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Gun smoke. Fort Laramie. Have gun. Will travel. Frontier gentlemen. Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. The greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On many of these radio stations or online, just search for classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. That's classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. Attorney General Merrick Garland is ordering the U.S. Marshals Service to help ensure the safety of Supreme Court justices. Garland's order going out Wednesday after last week's illegal leak of a draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade has stoked outrage among pro-abortion supporters. 
This as Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is calling on the AG to just enforce the laws on the books. The statute is incredibly clear. It basically says if you are parading or picketing in order to try to influence a judge, then it's punishable with up to a year in prison. That sounds illegal to me. And I, I just asked the attorney general to enforce the law that's on the books. If people want to demonstrate someplace off away from their home, that's their prerogative. Leaky fuel hoses are causing an automaker to recall over 200,000 vehicles. Hyundai is recalling more than 215,000 mid-sized cars in the U.S. because fuel hoses can leak in the engine compartment and cause fires. The recall covers certain 2013 and 14 Sonata sedans, many of which were recalled for the same problem in 2020. Dealers will replace the hoses. Owners will be notified starting July 5th. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. The Milwaukee Bucks and Memphis Grizzlies were winners in the NBA playoffs Wednesday night. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. You know, I was talking about the LIV Golf Series. Well, today, Craig Mormon, his nomenclature did not help him out. They just had a news conference in London to prevent that event at the Centurion in June. And then Norman was asked about Saudi Crown, uh, Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's alleged complicity to the murder in 2018 of Jamal Khashoggi, who's an American citizen. Norman said, quote, from what I heard and what you guys have reported, just take ownership of what it is. Take ownership no matter what it is. Look, we've all made mistakes. And you just want to learn from those mistakes and how you can correct them going forward. Ouch. Khashoggi was killed in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. The crown prince has denied involvement. And um, Hati Sengiz, who was his fiance, said, It is so hurtful when Jamal's brutal killing is brushed off as just a mistake that we should just move on. 
What would you say if it was your loved one? How can we go forward when those who ordered the murder are still unpunished and continue to try to buy back their legitimacy? And so the Norman came back and said, the killing of Jamal Khashoggi was reprehensible. Everyone agrees on that. I know that golf is a force for good around the world and can help make inroads to a positive change. That's why I'm excited about this tournament. Well, look, yeah, when you call somebody's brutal murder, hey, everybody makes mistakes. And you know what he was getting at, but it's just talk about not knowing how to express yourself. All Australians are stupid. No, it's not what I mean. But, uh, yeah, more good PR for that league. All right, I'm on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Twitch is finally going. Uh, we're also on um, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel, Tune Your Cable Provider. We're on American Forces Radio Network as well. And uh, we got three guests. We got every segment packed unless somebody's a no-show. Come on back on Byline. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Right now, sports betting is the fastest-growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sportsbook. 
for a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, welcome back to the show. Just saw in the North London Derby that Cootie Romero is not playing for Spurs. It's going to be Davinson Sanchez. That ain't good. <laughs> All right. It is 12 after. Let's get to our uh, buddy over at AgainstTheNumber.com. That whole group over there are a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. And uh, joining us once again, we're glad to have him, it's Brad Powers to talk, wait for it, college football Brad, what's going on in the NCAA ranks? We got a lot of spring games going on now. Well, spring games have wrapped up, uh, and there's quite a few of them. Uh, obviously, I mean they televise them, believe it or not, and uh, but there's some demand. But what's happened in the marketplace in the last couple of weeks is, I mean, you can bet any single team as far as season win totals have been posted. Uh, some week one major marquee games have been posted, so. Uh, now, believe it or not, even though the season's not going to kick off for another three or four months, uh, I have already made 35 college football bets. <laughs> I love that. All right, I'm going to throw some names at you, some new coaches, and if you could just give me a little uh, response on how you think they're going to do, all right? Absolutely. All right, let's go with Riley at USC. Obviously, he's going to, I think, long-term do very well for USC. Even short-term do very well. With I do have an exception. I think the market is overpricing it, at least for this season. I'll give you an example. Uh, yesterday, FanDuel opened up USC, a favorite at Utah. Uh, we're talking like a similar spread if the Buckeyes were playing at Utah. That's how the market right now is pricing USC, so I think – they could be one of the most improved teams in the country this year and still be overrated. So I'm, I'm going to sell what the market is pricing USC for Lincoln Riley at least year one. Yeah, nobody wins at Utah. That is interesting. They're saying that already. Um, let's go with uh, Venables at OU. Your thoughts? I like the hire. I do have some concerns. Number one is obviously Oklahoma in the next couple of years is going to be moving, changing conferences. And instead of playing the, the TCUs and the Texas Techs of the world, uh, they get replaced with the Alabamas and the LSUs. So, I mean, obviously they're going to have to upgrade their recruiting. I do like the coaching staff he hired. And right now, even year one, I think Oklahoma is the favorite in the Big 12. Cristobal at Miami. Your thoughts? Again, long-term, I like it. 
recruiting is going to be upgraded. There's a buying, most importantly, from the administration. I think that's been Miami's major hang-up the last two decades. So I like all that, but as far as this year in the ACC, uh, I still think the Clemsons, the NC States, and even Pittsburgh, uh, a team that's defending ACC champs, are still a little bit ahead of Miami at this point. I'll throw one more at you. Kelly at LSU. Wow. Uh, <laughs> intriguing hire, to say the least. So Kelly has won wherever he's been. The last three LSU coaches have each won a national title, and I'm here to tell you Brian Kelly's a better coach than Ed Orgeron or Les Miles. So that's all positive. The negative is the roster turnover. Keep in mind, the last time we saw LSU, they only had 39 ball players for the bowl game against Kansas State. They were, you know, predictably blown out in that one. So uh, it, they are a high variance team. They're going to be much improved, but probably not improved to, to make a run at the Alabamas and the Texas A&Ms of the world at least year one. So believe it or not, I bet LSU under their season win total under seven and a half. I think a lot of LSU fans aren't going to like that if they finish six and six or seven and five. Let me ask you this because I grew up with a Huskers fan, and so um, I'm sure he would want to know how Scott Frost held on to his job. I mean, he did take a pay cut, which I know Harbaugh <laughs> tried that as well, but coming over from UCF to uh, to his alma mater, they have not even gotten to one bowl game when it's almost like jury duty to go to a bowl game right now. What do you think about the Huskers? I think – this is obviously the year where he absolutely has to get to a bowl game. In fact, I think he has to comfortably get into a bowl game. I'm talking seven or eight wins. I'm not even sure six and six is going to cut it with Nebraska, nor should it, though, with a program with that kind of tradition. We're talking year five now at this point. I mean, you would think they'd make a move, and I do think they make the move. Starting in week one, believe it or not, I think a lot of people are surprised that they open up in Dublin, Ireland, and Nebraska against Northwestern. They're a double-digit favorite, and I agree with that line. So this is the best team that he's had. Uh, but it's all going to come down to they finally have to win some close games. I mean, the worst record in the entire country Nebraska has in games decided by one possession or less in the last four years. they got to turn that around. Let's talk about at College Station. What, you know, if you, I think if you talk to most Aggie fans, they'd tell you that they loved Jimbo Fisher. Um, they got real close to a college football berth, uh, a playoff berth, a couple years ago, and, and now they're recruiting at such an elite level, but outside of that one year, they average about four losses a year. So do you think this is the year with all these great recruits, they kind of turn it around and they're real, one of the major players? So one of the bets I made, I bet Texas A&M over eight and a half wins. I think a lot of people would be surprised with that eight and a half wins. But like you astutely mentioned, I mean, outside of one season, this has been a four or five loss type of program, even going back to Kevin Sumlin. I mean, it's been a classic underachiever. Uh, the recruiting has been good. Obviously, the, the, the class coming in is arguably the best class we've seen in, in maybe the history of college football. Right? When you look at 18 players in the top 100 overall, I mean, that's unbelievable. Eight five-stars, but they're going to be true freshmen. So I'm not sure if this is the season where they make the move. I know they beat Alabama last year. I don't expect them to go to Tuscaloosa and beat the Crimson Tide this year. So I think they're nine, nine and three, maybe ten and two type of team. And next year is when they make the move and become possibly a regular among the college football playoff contenders. One more question for you. And when I look at UCLA and I look at the other Kelly, Chip Kelly, and it's been a bit of a mixed bag. 
when it was either going to be them or Florida. He picked the Bruins the first two seasons. They were awful. And then that 2020 season, that's when the Pac-12 kind of decided halfway through, okay, we'll play a season two. I don't think anybody holds that against them. The last two years, they they have improved and, you know, eight and three. But is this a time when UCLA takes that step, maybe not back to the Terry Donahue years, but actually mattering in a Pac-12, which is up for grabs, I think? So I'm kind of conflicted on UCLA. On one hand, you're right. They have made some strides. But then, I mean, Lincoln Riley coming to town is not going to help the recruiting front. I mean, if you're an L.A. kid and you want to play football and stay at home, you're going to go to USC over UCLA. That's just the reality mm-hmm. of the situation. UCLA this year, only seven returning starters, so that, that's a negative. But a major positive is the Bruins play arguably the weakest schedule of any Power 5 team in the country. This is who they open up with. Bowling Green, Alabama State, and South Alabama. And then they play Colorado and a rebuilding Washington team. So I fully expect the Bruins to be 5-0 and when they host Utah. So they, because of their weak schedule, they will be a contender in the Pac-12 South this year. There he is. Uh, he knows college football, as you can tell. Brad Powers, check out againstthenumber.com for all your sports uh, insights and prognostication. Brad, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Hey, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, he means you too, Dominic, when he says you guys. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 
That's 800-915-9654. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years, have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our Platinum Plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as $40 a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. All right, we're listening to uh, a song off the CD Classics Unleashed by musician Victor Alexeyev. Am I saying that right, Victor Alexeyev? You got that close. It's Alexeyev. Alexeyev. Okay, well, you are a guy who um, is putting out this new CD, Classics Unleashed, and you're looking at Beethoven, Vivaldi, Bach, and others, and you're putting uh, an electric spin on it. How did this all get off the ground? Well, uh, something that I thought about for a long time, uh, I remember uh, when Wendy Carlos did Switched on Bach, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I was kind of studying electronic music back then, and I thought, that, that's kind of an interesting take. Uh, well, it's just another instrument. And, uh, of course, then you've got you know people like Ravel that uh, would reorchestrate something, and then Emerson, Lake and Palmer did pictures from an exhibition. I thought, it's so cool. And uh, so I thought, you know, I, with all the gear that I have, uh, let's put something together as if th- these guys were alive today and they had access to this kind of gear. It sounded like a nice project to do. So it was a lot of fun. Was this something that came to you early or, uh, and it just sort of flowed out, or was this like, you know, years in the making? No. Uh, <laughs> no, it just came out uh, probably during the whole COVID thing. It had uh, you know, more time to think about things and projects that, you know, that I, I have lots of projects on the go. And so I thought uh, this would be fun. I just started off with just one. I just started off with the Moonlight uh, Sonata and, and the Bach. I thought that would sound really cool. And uh, so I played it for a few friends, and they loved it. And they thought that uh, certainly a new twist to that. And uh, for sometimes classical music comes across stodgy, you know, maybe, uh, you know, elitas or whatever uh, and this sort of like brought it down to sort of like kind of different 
cultural level that we're used to today with uh, you know with all the electronics and things like that i just thought it'd be really fun um we have instruments now uh, with synthesizers we could do anything uh Beethoven, uh you know when he would expand on new instruments or Mozart brings in the flute or something like that they get excited because they got new sounds to play with and it's just like a soundscaping thing and it was just like what would they do today if they could Instead of using a timpani, they use, I don't know, thunder sound, <laughs> things like that. So <laughs> so that's where it all went, and just one thing led to the next. Well, it was a couple of years in the making. Very cool. What is your absolute, do you have an absolute favorite, or your favorite two tracks on the CD? Nah, not really. <laughs> uh, no, I kind of, you know, uh, you know, I like them all. It's just, you know, just... One thing after another, I don't really have a favorite of anything. Um, actually, when I'm finished with the project, I can't wait to get to the next one. So I'm more thinking about the next project than the ones I just did. Who were some of your influences growing up and getting into this sort of, uh, the you know, the more electrical side of things? Well, uh, you know, it started off with the conservatory of music uh, up in Canada in Toronto. Uh, but uh, as I was just hitting the teenage years, uh, Christmas coming around, and you know, parents go out to the record stores, find out what's current, and, and I got all these great albums like Jimi Hendrix and and uh, and the Beatles and uh, all of this, and I thought this is awesome, and uh, so I got pretty well hooked into all of that pretty well early, and I thought this is this is uh, this is what I'd like to do. But I was at the conservatory, and that was a little different. So I started to play with both worlds. So I started to join Bach bands and do the classical at the same time. It just seemed the natural thing to merge the two together later on. A couple more questions for Victor Alexa. Mm-hmm. Classics yeah. Unleashed. Um, mm-hmm. When you started playing the piano, was it almost mm-hmm. like just after you started walking? I mean, you kind of have to start then, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's kind of weird because uh, I, I, I don't remember anything else but doing that. So it goes back pretty far. Uh, you know, I think I started around the age of four and five, got into the conservatory, got a scholarship at seven. And uh, I don't know, it just seemed the most natural thing to do. Um, so, yeah, just been there forever and ever and ever. I think that uh, everybody seemed to maybe have a path or journey in their lives. And uh, this one seemed to have been chosen. And uh, so I, I, I really like what I do. I like creating. How did you get into film scoring? Because I know you've worked uh, with a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably when I saw Planet of the Apes. Uh, when I heard uh, uh, Goldsmith's uh, score to that, I was blown away. The, the power of, uh, of scoring, what it can do. And I was just so intrigued with that, a whole idea of connecting um, the emotions or the action or whatever uh, that's visual to music. And how do you convey that? How do you do that kind of translation? It's just fascinating. And uh, so I realized <laughs> uh, that this would, be a, this would be a real art form to get into. Um, you can make or break a film with music. I mean, you think about Jaws and Star Wars and all the great films, uh, they all have great music. Um, is it, so is it, it 
Yeah, is it hard, like, be, being considered a prodigy? Like, you know, you you have to be, you know, uh, playing with the Berlin Philharmonic or you're a big disappointment. Did you have expectations like that? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, a gifted, uh, I was on gifted programs and things like that. But, you know, I got into sports, so I broke my arms, uh, you know, a couple of times. Once on a trampoline, I almost killed myself. Uh, they pretty well... They kind of give up on you a little bit because they think you're the next big thing. And so you go through a lot of ups and downs, and uh, there are expectations, of course. But, you know, I think that if you can find just the love and the passion for what you do, you can kind of ignore all that other noise. Uh, you know, uh, yes, I, I understand that. Uh, but uh, I think it's just the passion that I have for the music and just creating what it does. You're in a solitary world. You're in a completely different world altogether. Um, and it's a wonderful place to be. And uh, you bring that world up. And uh, I think, to me, that's important. Uh, to be accepted, to be famous, all that kind of stuff, that's nice if it comes to the territory. But that's uh, not a great goal. <laughs> not, not for artists. Being Canadian and going to the Royal Conservatory of Music, was this sort of like the Canadian Juilliard, more or less? Definitely, yes, yes. It was very, very strict, very disciplined, very old school. Uh, big influence from England, obviously, but lots of teachers from Russia and and uh, uh, all over the world, actually. And uh, so they'd attracted some of the, the best of the best. And uh, and yeah, it was very strict. It was very disciplined, high expectations, and I think that's good. I, I mean, I, I think you know. A school that sets standards that are extremely high makes us want to reach it. So I think that was good. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a really, really a fun experience there. I know that you play Chopin, and my absolute favorite is are his wal- uh, waltzes. And when I was a kid, I loved uh, Christian Zimmerman, the, the pole. And now my favorite is Alice Sarah Ott, who's Japanese and uh, a German. Do you play Chopin's waltzes? Yeah, I love I love playing Chopin. I mean, for a pianist, I, I Chopin there's nothing like it to play it because mm-hmm. uh, not only does it uh, sound good and you get all the emotional impact of playing it, it just feels good to play it. And just on you know the instrument, your, how your body moves and all the things you do, it's just uh, it's a it's a if you watch a pianist play or any instrumentalist play, if you do if you take the audio off, you're seeing somebody that's just an athlete, just moving around, dancing. Uh, it's a, it's like a ballet. Uh, we get distracted by the sound, but if you watch it without sound, you go, wow, look at the way the body moves and the shoulders and the legs or whatever the violinist is doing. It's just such a physical thing. And some of these things feel great. To The dance feels great. Some of it can be very, you know, pedantic and kind of like very, I don't know, uh, controlled so to speak. So Chopin is a lot of fun to play. Rachmaninoff is a challenge. Prokofiev is insane. <laughs> is insane. You really have to be an athlete uh, to play those things. And uh, No doubt. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, you know, it's uh, a big difference. Uh, you know, and I love rock and I like playing pop. I like all kinds of music and I love performing and all of it. But if you're going to, uh, you know, go to the Olympics uh, with your instrument, uh, you go with these guys. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's a lifetime of training uh, to do it. And uh, when you get there, it's 
just <laughs> there's nothing like it. There really is. It's just it's beautiful. Nothing like it. Can we? Can I give you a new nickname? The King of the Korg. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right, there he is, Victor, King of the Chord, Alexiv, Classics Unleashed, Beethoven, Vivaldi, and Johann Sebastian Bach. And you can find out more at Victor uh, Alexiv, and that's A-L-E-X-E-E-F-F dot net. Victor, congratulations, and uh, thanks for coming by. Thanks, thanks. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. All right. No doubt. Uh, and um, I remember when I was in high school, I had a friend who was a keyboardist, and he, uh, but we didn't call them electrical keyboards. They were called synthesizers. And he had a Korg, K-O-R-G, and it was super. It was like over $1,000. But he'd get out there on his Korg, and we all thought that was kick-ass. We're like, uh, he's got the Korg working. All right, we'll hear a little bit more of the music here, and then when we come back, we'll be joined by author Shane Ryan. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
Kelly, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Uh, you know, people are always asking me, Tiger, uh, how do you do it? And my answer is shut up. Uh, I ask the questions around here. I'm Tiger Woods. thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show New York Times bestselling author Shane Ryan. He has a new book out from Hatchet Books called The Cup They Couldn't Lose, America, the Ryder Cup, and the Long Road to Whistling Straits. Shane, welcome to the show. You know, it's easy afterward to think, uh, oh, yeah, we had this the whole time. But really, when you were Steve Stricker uh, last year and you looked at the fact that Tiger was in an accident and uh, you had players who were sick, I mean, you were going to rely on basically two guys who were feuding with each other. So it didn't look good, did it? Yeah, you know, there have been a lot of cases in the past where the dysfunction on the American side seems to kind of rear its ugly head and, and lead to losses. You know, Europe has been winning this event for a long time. So definitely, yeah, it looked like more of the same. But, uh, you know, that was one one of the many ways in which Steve Stricker showed how good he was as a captain. He, he managed to diffuse that and diffuse it early to the point that, you know, it was all anybody was talking about on Monday of Ryder Cup week. And by Wednesday, there was nothing there. There was no fuel for the fire. And we were kind of on to something else, and you know, clearly from the result, it didn't it didn't do any harm. I remember when Nick Faldo was captain of Europe, and they lost, and he told the press, oh, "I thank you from the heart of my bottom." I was in England when that happened, and he was being, as they say, pilloried in the Red Toppers back there. But then I thought too, what what can a captain really do outside of picking the team? Um, what would you say about the Steve Stricker with the pairing? and the strategy behind it, because I always thought of as, you know, mostly kind of a helpless position. 
Yeah, you know, it's that's kind of it's an easy thing to think because golf is an individual sport, and so when you have an event like the Ryder Cup, it's easy to think, well, it's just a bunch of individual golfers out there kind of doing their thing. Like, what can the captain really control? Well, as it turns out, you know, there's quite a bit. Really, I think the best way to see a captain of the Ryder Cup is like as a CEO, where he's overseeing all these different elements. And in terms of what he can do to influence the outcome, you know, it starts with, you know, who are you going to pick for the team? What are you going to do to your course, right? How are you going to set up the course to, um, you know, to benefit your guys and to hurt the opposition based on their style of play? What kind of pairings are you going to do? Are you going to hire a statistical company, you know, to help you kind of crunch the numbers and figure out what's the best way to do all this stuff? Who are your vice captains going to be? How are you going to control the difficult personalities on your team? Uh, you know, are you going to take a guy like Patrick Reed who can deliver you points maybe, but is kind of a clubhouse cancer type? Um, and that's just kind of the tip <laughs> of the iceberg. Um, and, you know, it's one of my, you know, one of my, usually one of my pet peeves when people say, well, the captain doesn't do much. You know, I think more people understand now, um, after watching Europe dominate us for so long with inferior players, you know, America almost always has the best team, but we lost this because Europe realized much earlier than the Americans did that this is a team event, even though it doesn't look like it. And you have to have a system in place. And if you deviate from that system, like Nick Faldo did, by the way, you're going to get killed. And <laughs> the U.S. didn't have a system. And they ran up against that European system constantly. And, you know, what turned it around for the Americans was getting embarrassed one too many times. Um, and that happened in Glen Eagles in 2014. And after that, they, they got together and said, how do we fix this? And have done a tremendous job ever since. You know, it's funny. When I was younger, I, I didn't the Ryder Cup didn't really speak to me until I started spending a lot of time in England and, and being teased. And I thought, well, you know, you guys are a continent. You're taking on a country. And, <laughs> it, it, you know, people started, it was, you know, almost like it was in a, an affront to me. And you can see the importance. Like, I just look at, at Rory McIlroy, his first Ryder Cup, he kind of just laughed and said, who cares, it's an exhibition. And then fast forward to last year, he's crying because it means everything to him. Yeah, uh, you know, Europeans, it's always been highly personal to them um, because they're the underdogs and because it's their chance to kind of prove to the Americans that they can beat them, they can be just as good as them, even if they don't win as many majors or, or you know, not as high on the world rankings list. For the Americans, for a long time, it wasn't a big deal. Like somebody like Davis Love III, who is now a really instrumental figure in building the U.S. Ryder Cup system, when he came up, it was during the era, you know, by the time he was 20, he only grew up seeing America dominate this thing. And he didn't start playing until the 80s when all of a sudden this became like this really intense competition. And America wasn't ready for that. Uh, and they expected to kind of coast by on their talent. But what you're seeing now is a younger generation of golfers uh, in America who grew up watching the Americans get killed and hated it. Uh, and so unlike Davis Love, who, you know, the Ryder Cup was not even on his radar as a professional, these guys it is, and they take a lot of pride on it. So that's another big change that just happens with time because, you know, somebody like Tony Finau would sit in his apartment in Salt Lake City in Utah and, and watch Europe win over and over and, you know, be near tears himself because he wanted America to win. And these are the guys who are fighting it now. While at the same time, like you mentioned, you know, Europe is still just as passionate and, you know, Rory – Crying, uh, crying on Sunday was just such a, a good demonstration of that. A couple more questions for Shane Ryan about his new book, The Cup They Couldn't Lose. What was the near-death experience we had just before it started? 
So, yeah, this was Patrick Reed. Um, Patrick Reed had... <laughs> Patrick Reed had something that he will not say is COVID. He had pneumonia uh, for reasons that we can certainly, you know, speculate about, but can't definitively say. And apparently, he was never tested, according to him, for COVID. So we'll never know. You know, your listeners can decide what to make of that. But um, he was in a hospital and uh, supposedly near death. And they, you know, they told him text your family as often as possible because they couldn't come visit him because of COVID protocols and. You know, make sure you tell your wife you love her, that kind of thing. So he, you know, came back shortly after that, and he was playing in the Tour Championship and still wanted to make the Ryder Cup team. But Steve Stricker kind of, I think he used it as a good excuse not to take Patrick Reed. And what people should understand about Patrick Reed is that at the previous Ryder Cup in Paris, he lost all his Paris matches and then went behind the captain's back to the New York Times after to kind of, you know, talk smack about him. And then in Australia at the President's Cup a year later, he got caught doing what he did in the sand of the Bahamas. A lot of people think he was cheating, including me. Uh, and then his caddy got in a fight and got kicked out of the President's Cup. And again, Patrick Reed didn't win. And so I think he was already uh, persona non grata uh, on the American team. And this was a convenient excuse, I think, for Stricker to say, you know, no thanks. By the way, just as an aside, as you as a golf guy, knowing that the PGA Tour is not going to grant waivers for this uh, the Greg Norman uh, golf uh, tour, and uh, I know some people like Sergio Garcia, when he couldn't find his ball after three minutes, is saying, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Well, do you have any predictions on uh, that rival league, and will it be a USFL and, and not do anything, or do you think it is a real threat to the PGA Tour? The reason it's a real threat is because they don't seem concerned with making a profit. So if you look at it somewhere like the USFL, they collapsed because they couldn't make any money, right? And, you know, if this were just some normal league with some, I don't know, billionaire in the U.S. trying to take down the PGA Tour and they couldn't get good players and they couldn't get TV deals, well, they would collapse after a while. The difference with Saudi Arabia is they're using their public investment fund, which is a bottomless pit of money, and it seems like their primary motivation is to sort of burnish their image in the greater world through sports and so for them if they want to they can hang around lose money you know keep spending money and giving money until maybe they get some good players uh and what's important to them is is not the profit or the tv deals but sort of just just being there and uh you know trying to sports wash themselves as they say so yeah i think it's a threat you know if you, if you can throw millions of dollars at minor league golfers uh, or, or guys who are on the other side of their career. Uh, at some point, you know, the really good golfers are going to say, why are these guys making so much money? Um, and that's why the PGA Tour has to do what they do, because they see the threat here and the slippery slope that this could fall down. And so they basically have to say right off the bat, no, nobody, if you go to this, you're done with us. They have to draw a hard line or else they're, you know, they could be in some kind of existential trouble. All right. Very well said. And finally, when you think about, as I mentioned, Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka just trading little barbs at each other and, you know, they had to get it together. Look, you said, look, you're, you're both wearing the American flag on your hat here. D- did you think they were going to be able to rise above their little pettiness and come together as teammates? I wasn't sure, really. I mean, it was – I. You know, when they met, they, they went so far as to telling Steve Stricker, hey, we'll play together if you want. Uh, and that was, you know, of course, behind the scenes and something we found out later. But, you know, it was such an intense thing. And Brooks Kepka in particular, seemed so intent on 
taking the little insults that DeChambeau gave him and then, you know, turning his army of supporters against him in this really harsh and cruel way throughout the summer where DeChambeau was basically being harassed every time he stepped on the course. And so you look at somebody who's that vindictive and, and effective at being vindictive and you go, I don't know if this guy is going to pull any punches. I don't know if he knows how to call off the dogs. But, yeah, they definitely did. You know, I mean, it was, like I said, they, they starved that story of any oxygen. So I, I was uncertain, didn't know, and I certainly don't know what's going to happen with those guys in the future. But in terms of the Ryder Cup, it was, uh, it was a non-issue. Everybody, golf fans, make sure to pick up the book from Hatchet Books, The Cup They Couldn't Lose, America, the Ryder Cup, and the Long Road to Whistling Straits by our guest, New York Times bestselling author Shane Ryan. Shane, congratulations on the book. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Byline. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789-800-944-1789-800-944-1789-800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities. 
and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845 That's 800-760-1845 When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. All right, it done got brought. You know, the NBA has awarded the same championship trophy since 1975. It was originally named after the Celtics founder, Walter A. Brown. Uh, But uh, then it was renamed the Larry O'Brien Trophy in 1984, and it's been the LOB since then. But uh, today, the NBA unveiled a newly redesigned version of the O'Brien Trophy, and the ball has been shifted forward on the net, symbolizing the league looking ahead to its future, it says. Silver accents to so you can see the net, and the base has been reformed around two gold discs. But the championship trophy isn't the only one to get a redesign. The finals MVP trophy, which had a gold ball and a silver net, will now be entirely gold with silver accents. And the Eastern Conference trophy has been named for Bob Cousy. The Western Conference championship trophy is named for Oscar Robertson. And Cousy said, I have been part of the NBA family since 1950. And among the greatest joys of my post-playing career is watching the game continue to evolve into what it is today. There are greater achievements in sports. There are few greater achievements in sports than representing your conference in the NBA Finals. And I'm moved that the NBA has granted me the honor of being connected to the Eastern Conference champions for years to come. Also, the most valuable player of the Eastern Conference Finals will now be called, you got it, the Larry Bird Trophy and the most valuable player in the Western Conference will be the Magic Johnson Trophy. And, uh, of course, you know, these were guys who played in every single NBA Finals during the 80s. And so this is the NBA's 75th anniversary, and as such, they wanted to make a statement um, and change things up. Look, it happens. I mean, the, the World Cup started off it was an idea of a French guy named Jules Rimet, and he said, forget the Olympics, let's just play outside of the Olympics. And nobody in Europe cared. They had to have it in Uruguay. A few countries took the long boat over, but it used to be the skinny trophy with kind of like a winged victory kind of person on it. And it was a Nikkei of Samothrace, and it was called the Jules Rimet Trophy. Uh, and, you know, you think about Pele in 1958, that's what he held up. But when they finally changed it to what it is now, the World Cup trophy, which is basically um, a silver or sorry, a gold ball on a, on a rather small base, it can happen. Um, 
the, the as much as you think about the major league the World Series trophy with all the little flags, it's very easy. I think about George Costanza driving it around, dragging it through the parking lot, trying to get fired by George Steinbrenner. But the Lombardi trophy, I think, is the coolest one. Just the silver football, and you got the little the base uh, on uh, all four sides leading up. It's cool stuff. But anyway, the trophies are changing in the NBA. Just thought I'd let you know. Thanks for tuning in. Another eclectic edition of Titillating Sports, and we'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m., pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.